0: If you want to walk down the aisle with your dog, if you want to walk down the aisle with both parents, one parent, your best friend, it doesn't really matter. You can do whatever feels right for the both of you.
1: Same, same weddings. All weddings are the same. It doesn't matter what gender you identify as, everybody can get married. I'm Georgina Pryor. And I'm Ann Janderson, And we're both marriage celebrants here to help you
2: plan your big day.
1: This podcast is a few seasons in the making because we didn't want to make it a big deal.
2: No, and I actually had a lesbian couple who booked me the other day and they said, you haven't discussed same-sex weddings yet on your podcast. And I came to you, Georgie, and I said, we haven't. Why haven't we? Well, we
1: discuss it a lot, but we also don't agree with segregating people at all. And so for us, people that are very passionate about relationships of any gender, it's very hard to think that... We weren't already being inclusive that way.
2: Yeah, I don't see a same-sex wedding any different to a wedding of a bride and a groom that I carry out. So, yeah, I just find it really hard to
1: even think about it differently because I don't see it as different. And we're like, how is it a topic? Because it's just the way of life but it is something that we're both very passionate about and we think the government took a little too long to make their decision on this one. Yeah, 2017.
2: I mean, it should have been at least 30 years before that.
1: <laughs> totally. I became a celebrant before that marriage law was passed and I refused to launch my business until it was so because I believe that everyone of any gender, any kind of relationship should be able... Well, not any kind of relationship. Maybe don't get married to a couch. Um <laughs> But or somebody that's already got, you know, four wives. They, well, yeah, that's not legal at this stage. But I believe that you should be able to get married to whoever you're in love with. So for me, I waited to launch my business until everybody I knew, all of my friends could get married. That's really admirable. Yeah, it it, it wasn't actually done that way. And I didn't talk about it to people. It actually was just a little personal thing that I decided and kept to myself. Um, And I just eagerly watched the news because, of course, uh, over time, we've had these discussions of surely this law is going to pass, surely, surely, surely. And then it did. And I was so happy to say, I'm actually a celebrant, everybody.
2: You know what I actually found really sad was I had two gay friends, uh, separate marriages, and they actually had to go overseas to make their marriage formally recognised. They had both married Canadians, so they got married in Canada, but the fact that that wasn't legally recognised in Australia, it hurt them.
1: Oh, and there is pain there and some real scars that have come from not being able to be out in the open, but we're turning a leaf and we're celebrating today and that's what we want to talk about. Same, same weddings, which could be man and man, woman and man, woman and woman, anything.
2: Kerry Gowanlock is the publisher of Same Same Weddings magazine, which is Australia's first same-sex wedding magazine and is free to read online. Her company, Paddington Publications, also
1: hosts the Same Same Weddings Expo. Kerry, we're excited to talk to you because we are talking about how same-sex weddings and the traditional wedding are basically the exact same thing. And Kerry, you agree with us?
0: Absolutely. Our motto has always been love is love and everyone expresses their love how they would like to express it and it doesn't matter if you're a boy, girl, 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 boy, boy. It's all love is love and that's um, why we actually called the magazine Same Same because we feel that everything is same same when it comes to love.
2: So you must have been like us, you know, in late 2017 when they legislated that uh, same-sex marriage was allowed to happen in Australia. I mean, that was long overdue but you must have celebrated that.
0: Absolutely. It It was wonderful and it was long overdue. We actually started talking about it before boat and thought it would be really nice for all of the couples who had already had their own ceremony, commitment ceremony, around Australia to be able to share how they had done that. So we decided to put the word out to everyone in Australia to say, if you'd like to celebrate your ceremony with everyone, submit it the photos, your story, and we'll put them all in a publication to share with everyone. And then when the vote was yes, obviously we're all thrilled and we turned that into Same Same Weddings magazine and a lot of those couples have gone on to have ceremonies, traditional or otherwise, to make it all legal in the eyes of Australia. So we've featured a lot of them in further editions of the magazine. So it's been a really exciting journey for us. It's been wonderful.
2: I'm actually marrying a lesbian couple in a couple of months and the, one of the brides came to me and she said, I just don't know how we're going to walk down the aisle. And I said, what do you mean? Like, you can just walk down the aisle yeah, yeah, however you choose to. And she said, "Oh, I really want to walk down the aisle with my dad and my fiance really wants to do the same thing. And I said, sure, why not? And she goes, oh, but that's not what I've seen in other weddings. And I said, You are allowed to do whatever you like. There is no rules. And I think that's something that's really important, isn't it, Kerry, that we have to think about when we're planning a wedding. We don't have to stick to tradition.
0: Absolutely. And I think with the, um, when it was a church wedding or a wedding in a place of worship, people had to go by the rules as such of that particular place. And there were ushers to tell you where to sit and people to tell you what to do in what order and all that. And you had to have matching bridesmaids and, <laughs> and matching outfits and the same number of boys as girls and all of that sort of thing. So that put a lot of pressure on couples back in the day that they had to conform, whether it suited their life or their relationship they still conform with that for tradition for for the sake of tradition but now it's basically if you want to walk down the aisle with your dog if you want to walk down the aisle with both parents one parent your best friend it doesn't really matter you can do whatever feels right for the both of you with that couple that you just mentioned with the you know they both want their dads to be involved in walking them down the aisle which is amazing um They could even start from two different ends of the aisle with their dads and the four of them walk towards each other and stop in the middle and then do whatever happens next in a way that they're both equal walking towards each other instead of one waiting for the other one at the other end. So there's heaps of ways to do it. And as you ladies know, no way is wrong. Everything is just showing the people that you love the most that you're committed to each other, basically.
1: And the thing we love about that is this is the instruction that we would give to a same-sex wedding or Mm -hmm. a traditional bride and groom couple. It doesn't matter. These are your rules. And there's a reason why you can pick a civil marriage celebrant these days and you can basically plan your dream wedding however you want it to be.
0: Absolutely. I love that.
2: And I think in the past, what we also thought was tradition was what the church did. But long
0: gone is that traditional church wedding if you don't want it. Yes, exactly. And I think I think one of the things that I like to... I've spoken to a lot of same-sex couples at our expo, just chatting about all their plans and everything. And I think the main thing there that I would say is just be mindful of the parents or the, the people closest to you. If they have a tradition that they had at their wedding in a church that meant the world to them and you ask them about that and they told you how important that was to them, if you surprise them with a little nod to that tradition, even not telling them that you're going to do it, that will make their day and it will add to your ceremony because they're the people that are there sharing your love on that day. So there's little touches you can put in as a nod to tradition without being stuffy, basically.
2: I recently spoke to my gay mate and he said that at his wedding, he didn't want to offend his grandmother. So there's some Mm -hmm. things that he didn't do and he actually really regrets that. So Mm. I think it's important to remember that it's your wedding. So you shouldn't really be thinking about other people. Like, let it be your
0: day. Stay true to you. I 100% agree. I think that one of the things that a lot of people feel is that they have to be following a traditional line to feel that it is a a real wedding, and that's going. As time goes on, people are not even thinking like that anymore. But for the ones who still are lucky enough to have their little old grandmother in the corner or whatever, and she feels that one little aspect would be really important or the mum has told the couple that that's a really important feature, if you can just give a really brief nod to that, then it's almost like you haven't said... We're not interested in any of that. You've just added one touch and done everything else is done the way the both of you want it. As you said, it's a reflection of the two of you.
1: And we can swing that as soft or as hard as you want that to go. So I have a beautiful gay friend who has grand plans for his wedding. Uh He has decided that he's going to book out a city hall have 400 people. He wants uh, basically the theme of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert.
2: (laughs) Fun. Can I come?
1: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that's what I'm thinking. I know, and he's Greek too, so it's a Greek wedding meets Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And it's going to be fun. I love it. That's
0: fantastic. (laughs) I can definitely feature that one in my magazine. (laughs) Yes.
1: And so it's one of those things that, hey, if you're embracing something that you love, whether it be Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, or if you want a Star Wars theme or whatever anything is, you can go for it. And society loves it. And it's a wedding that all of us say, hell, I want to be there. Yes.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. It sounds fun and I think weddings should be fun, but the photos will be amazing and videos from a wedding like that will be amazing. So all the, all the stuffy photos of people standing next to each other with solemn looks and you have to stand here and you have to stand there. All of that's gone as well. So it's just basically the photos reflect how much fun everyone's having at your wedding. It's a party.
2: And I think, too, it's important at this stage, too, for those same-sex couples who haven't quite booked a celebrant yet and are on the journey of planning their wedding, when you do get to the point of signing the notice of intended marriage form, which you have to do with your celebrant at least a month before your wedding, what I love that they've changed recently, you've just told me, Georgie, is that you don't actually have to identify as male or female.
1: Yeah, so there's sex and gender on the form, which I like that there's two different sections for that.
2: And then you can also decide whether you are the bride or the groom and you don't have to be a female to be the bride and you don't have to be a male to be the groom, which
1: is fantastic. Which is beautiful. And I... Really appreciate that we have those options and the pure reason that we have those check boxes is actually for the Bureau of Statistics. I always wondered what that was. Yeah, Australia loves to know stats on how many people are getting married and what's going on, so that's why they have it. I almost felt like rebelling myself, but I like the statistics, so I filled it out, what felt true to me. Uh, But just know that that's why you have that information.
0: Yeah, that's important. Uh,
1: Kerry, I want to talk about emotion on the day. And Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to say that love stories can be very emotional and to get to a wedding is quite a beautiful, significant thing. I've been to a few same-sex weddings uh, where I've been a guest and have been bawling my eyes in tears at the beautiful lengths that these couples have gone through to be together. I can say wholeheartedly that they have been some of the most emotional weddings I've been to, wouldn't you agree that I, it often is the
0: case? Absolutely, I, I 100% agree and the couples that I've met at the expo talking about their wedding, the emotion that comes through just in the planning stage carries right through to the wedding and they are really excited and, that they are able to stand up in front of everyone and say, I do. It's their right just like everyone else's. So it's brilliant that they are able to do that and the emotion comes through that it's their whole life they've been living and now here's their chance to stand together with everyone there. It's brilliant. It's just so
2: sad that it's taken us so long to get to that point as a society. Oh, It makes me mad.
0: It it makes me mad too. And I think that that's, that's where a lot of the emotion comes from and a lot of the emotion comes from Them knowing that their family and friends who have loved them all the way through that, however their journey has been, their friends and family are there acknowledging their love at that exact time. And I think that's where the emotion just overflows.
2: Now, can you tell us a little bit about these expos that you run? I know they are very, very popular. What are the most popular stands at the expos?
0: Some of the things that... Everyone, it doesn't matter which expo you go to, the things that people love are the stands that have cakes, (laughs) lollies. I like those too. Me too. I like to be next to them. (laughs) Uh They have the cake testing and the music. People love talking to anyone who's providing music. So just basically, yeah, the cakes and sweets and anyone serving alcohol from bar carts is very popular.
1: (laughs) Sounds like what I do at an expo. (laughs) Yep. As we leave this interview... Mm -hmm. I want to ask, do you have any advice for couples that are planning their wedding and they're feeling a little bit segregated, the last thing that we want them to feel, what advice would you have?
0: I would say, first and foremost, is find your celebrant, and I'm saying that because you ladies are celebrants, you can really relate to what I'm saying. When you've got found your celebrant who can relate to the two of you as a couple and get to know you, they can help you through all of that. And they can guide you in the right direction so that basically you don't get to that stage where you are put in a situation where you come across people who aren't really up with gay weddings being celebrated or what have you. And there still are places and people who won't greet you with open arms and there's others who will absolutely greet you with open arms. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and the yeah, suppliers play a, the biggest role
0: in that. Absolutely, and I think that if you if you find someone like your celebrant or someone who's right at the beginning of the wedding day process and they can help you guide to the next stage of that, you're going to sort of steer away from all of the things that could make you feel that you're really not being welcomed the same way as great couple would be welcome.
2: I'm so disappointed you still get those stories.
0: There's so many.
1: And I think if we say a gut feel is very important, a gut feel is what you had when you picked your partner, you should have that gut feel when you pick your suppliers.
0: Yeah, and meet every supplier, Um, even if they're only doing something really small, meet them and make sure that they can see your vision, basically, and turn it into reality. And if they're not on the same page as you when you meet them, just move on because there'll be someone else much nicer who's waiting to do that aspect of your wedding with you.